Hi, this is John Elefante, and you're listening to a couple of wild and crazy guys, Wild Man and Steve. You are about to listen to the intersection of faith, talk, and music. The Wild Man and Steve Show starts right now. So, Steve, I've been thinking about this, and uh, we've been doing this for a very long time now. I mean, we're getting, you know, it's, we're experts in our field. I don't know if you noticed that, but according to a source that, according to one of my sources, at least, we are listed, listed as experts in the field of whatever it is that we do. We are. You know, I've, I've always thought of you as a, a farmer. I've always thought of you as outstanding in your field. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. Yes. Yeah, you know. That was that was a old joke. I, that was great, um, but anyway. So, 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 folks, you can forget the last two minutes of this. Uh, what this ever happened? But um, anyway, you know, for I think it's we started this in our first year, probably about halfway through our first year, six months into this, um, was when we started uh, experimenting around doing openings, right, and different openings, and we had our listeners. Um, review and uh, rank our openings from one to 10. And we've done openings from everything to um, your Latin stuff, to um, the General Lee, what the, what was the best car in the 80s? I mean, um, you know, to the Super Bowl, we, we've done everything. So I've decided tonight for this episode, we're going to do something different. And okay. that is, we are not going to, ladies and gentlemen, I want to hear everybody. I know you're disappointed, but just hang on. We are not going to rank the opening tonight. Listeners, you are not going to do not rank the opening tonight. We're not ranking this because what we're going to do is Steve, Latin teacher, rock and metal enthusiast, the one that Brian Duncan called quite the incongruity. He is going to give us the top 10 things that he recommends you rank other than the opening of this show. So, Steve, take it away. I appreciate how you give me no preparation for this whatsoever. Um, so top 10 things to rank. Okay. Um, I think our listeners should rank uh, the best put down that either wild man has given me or I've given wild man. What's, what's the best put down as well as one. I think you should, listeners should no, wait, wait, rank. Wait. I'm sorry. Sorry. Don't, don't mean to interrupt. Are you going from 10 to one or are you going from one to 10? I'm just giving you 10 things, baby. That's all I'm you, doing. You can't. You, you, you ask for 10, I'm giving you 10. Is that what? Is that the way Latin people do it? Is that is that the is that the deal? You guys don't do the orderly? Okay. Anyway. Number, number two, number two, you need to rank Wildman's best interruption of me on this show, um, which I think might have been that one right there. Uh, number three, I think uh, our, our fans need to rank the all-time, and it's going to be a toughie, and all the all-time uh, best guitar solo they've ever heard mm. ever mm. Uh, number four i think people should rank and give us the best album cover of all time uh, so we're looking at album art there uh speaking of covers number five 
our fans should rank and give the best cover version of a song uh, that they've ever heard. So, so that's five. Um, number six, I would say give us the best venue that you've ever been to to hear a, a show. Um, number seven, number seven, the best format on which you like to listen to your music, be it cassette tape, eight track tape, vinyl, CD, digital, whatever. Uh, that was number seven. Uh, number eight, number eight, uh, I think you should rank uh, the best pizza joints in the United States. Uh, I think that's that's always relevant to us because we, we like food. Um, number nine, uh, I think our fans should rank uh, the best hashtag uh, that we've ever had uh, on the show because we've had various, various hashtags. Uh, and number 10, number 10, the number 10 thing to rank from our fans is what is the best top 10 list that you've ever heard? And it could be coming from that metal show. It could be coming from Dave Letterman. It could be coming from us. But number 10, the best top 10. Thank you. Thank you, Steve. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we didn't ask you to rank this because Steve took care of the ranking. And uh, we appreciate that. And what I think is amazing is you guys, you know, you know Steve's just, uh, he's an intelligent being. I mean, he, you can just throw anything at him and he'll, he'll come up with something. He'll come up with something. I can't believe I'm so stupid. What are you talking about? Man, 32 years ago. 32 years ago, I had a cassette collection that would blow the doors off anyone else. Really? Yeah, man. I had a big cardboard box full of cassettes. You name it, it was there. I'm talking about anything from Phil Kagi to Petra to Holy Soldier to Resband to Bride to Tamplin to Leviticus, White Cross, Baron Cross, Neon Cross. You name it, it was there. Wow. I'd love to see that sometime. Well, that's just the thing. I'm just plain stupid. Why? What are you talking about? I don't have them anymore. I I'm sorry. What? I let them go. Some I gave away. Others over the years of multiple moves. I just lost track. <laughs> well, we live and we learn. Well, that's just it. How can I learn from something like that? How could I possibly begin to rebuild my collection? Girder. I mean, what would really be great would be to rebuild my collection with CDs. I mean, streaming is great and all, but there's something about... A Girder. You know what would be great? If there was a company where I could go who could have all those, those cassettes that I used to have in CDs, instead of spending hours searching, I could just go to one company, one-stop shop. Girder. I'm sorry, what? Girder. Girder is just the place to rebuild your collection. They have it all. Petra, Resband, Bride, the list just goes on and on. Go to girdermusic.com today and relive those moments of great music you used to love. Wow, girdermusic.com, you're right. I'm looking at it right now. I can't believe this. I can, I can rebuild my whole collection with CDs and even vinyl. 
So, hey, I guess this means I'm not stupid after all. Um, the jury's still out on that one. And as you know, ladies and gentlemen, now is the part of the show. Since the opening is over, this is when I turn it over to Mr. Segway, Steve Perkins, Latin teacher, metal enthusiast, quite the incongruity, who became known as Mr. Segway for the show. Because year, a couple years ago when we had a chaotic resemblance on, um, I said, Steve, how are you doing? And he said, I got to tell you, I'm a little chaotic. And that's when you started becoming Mr. Segway. Yeah. Took off, took off so, from there. Yeah. Yes, it, it, ever since then. Yes, you can say it's downhill from there, uphill, whatever you want to say. But you've been Mr. Segway ever since. And so you are going to Segway, our amazing guest tonight. And we do have another amazing guest, folks. So Mr. Segway, take it away. Well, and of course, I have no idea who our guest is going to be tonight. So, you know. Uh, but I, I got to tell you, Wild Man, I appreciate the compliment. Uh, being an intelligent guy, that means a lot to me. It really does, coming from you. And I want to tell you, I'm looking to branch out into a new area of creativity. Uh, I really thought about writing some children's books because I love books. I love kids. I thought it'd be fun to write a children's book. And I thought it'd be neat to write something about, you know, maybe like an ordinary object or item that kind of, you know, got passed over at the house. And then this item, you know, gets renewed and made new or whatever and comes back to life. And I thought of a neat item. I thought about having like, you know, like a garden rake. Okay. And especially one that was rusty and, and he could be the main character. In my children's book could be called rusty D rake. And I thought that would be really cool. Uh, you know, have a story about rusty D rake and, um, I, I, I think the kiddies would like that. Rusty <laughs> D. Rake. Okay. Rusty D. Rake. Now, I, 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 so just a clarifying question. Any thoughts on what the D would stand for? No, no. I think just like with Harry S. Truman, it doesn't necessarily have to stand for anything. <laughs> kind, of like, kind of like Mr. T. Kind of like, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, like Mr. T. Well, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. Segway has struck again because tonight we do have with us Rusty Drake. Rusty, welcome to the program, and we are so glad you are still with us after that opening. How are you doing? <laughs> I absolutely love it, man. You're right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, Rusty, our listeners are always interested, especially when we have a new artist on, that is independent artist that isn't as well known as some of the mainstream. Um, they'd like to know some of your background. So why don't you start tonight by telling us how you got started in music in the first place? Okay. Um how I got started in the music in the first place was uh, my father was a musician uh, when I was growing up. Uh, he played, uh, he loved country music. That's what he, he did. And uh, he even for anybody that knows him, he's even, he even did a few concerts with uh, George Jones and Tammy Wynette. Whoa. After hmm. the guitar player. And um, so that's kind of where I, I got the bug. Um, we, uh, of course, I've, 
I've always been, I've always lived and born and raised in Michigan. Cra- crazy thing is, is I never really took any lessons, just watched my dad and just picked up a guitar and just started playing, you know, practice, practice, practice. But and to speed this long story up, uh, I turned 17, thought I was going to be a rock star, dropped out of school, joined a road band. And I actually did music for a living for a long time. Uh, star? No. <laughs> Lots mm. of hot dogs and burgers and sleeping in vans? Yes. Um, and then uh, about 25 years ago, I came to the Lord and mm. I totally just walked away from the secular scene. And uh, just to give you just how drastic this change was, Saturday night, got done at the bar, went home, went to church Sunday morning which was highly unlike me, got saved, called the band, said, hey, I'm not playing tonight, but what about your stuff, man? I don't care, give it away, sell it, do whatever you want to do. had that secular experience with music enjoying it whatever and and so forth and then really has that conversion experience and that sense of you know what i'm just laying it down or maybe even more appropriately just laying it at your feet lord and if you want me to do it great if not i'm fine because at this point i'm i'm in it for you Uh, that we've heard that story before and it's interesting to me that it seems like, and it may not be right away after that moment of, of coming to Christ, but it seems like inevitably it does happen, right? Where God says, you know what, I, I gave you this gift for a reason. Uh, I gave you this passion for a reason. I put this in your heart. And I do want you to use this, but I want you to use it uh, for me. So uh, that, that is so cool. So, so how then did that? 
how did you end up picking your stuff back up and, and getting back into it after that? Well, um, when I, when I came to Jesus, I mean, I came to Jesus hard. Uh, I jumped right into, I was going to church, you know, every time the doors were open, they, I were, you know, I prayer groups, whatever. And, um, it was about maybe a month after I was saved. I really felt the Lord kind of pricking me, you know, to pick it up. And so what I did is, uh, the church I actually got saved in, I ended up uh, playing on the praise team. Mm. So that's how it all began. I was birthed on the doing praise and worship. And then uh, it just exploded from there. Then I started uh, a few months after that. I ran into somebody at that church that had a, a Christian rock, metal, punk band. <laughs> Sounds kind of funky, but it was kind of w- w- what it was. Um, Heaven's Metal Magazine actually la- labeled it Metal Punk or something. But, wow, cool. And, th- and that was a band called Holy Fire back, back in the day. Michigan, nowhere crazy. I think we went into in Indiana a few times, but uh, I was in that band for about two and a half years, and the Lord just led me back to worship. And so uh, I actually ended up in Missouri. And the funny part was, is uh, my wife and the kids, we all moved down there, and uh, we were looking for the church that the Lord wanted us to go to. And I a- ended up in this um, church that was, it was all color all denomination you know mexican black white yellow you know whatever and uh the funny part was is the whole praise team was uh black which i have no problem with i love it and uh so we was going to the church for a few months and then the praise and worship leader found out i was a musician and uh, cornered me and said hey, hey, hey get on there you know, and then there the jokes began. You know, I'm the only white boy on a all black praise team <laughs> in the middle of Missouri. And uh, they even nicknamed me. Uh, of course, Jimi Hendrix wasn't white, but they nicknamed me Little Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever the, the worship leader wanted, you know, a little break or, you know, a little instrumental he he go get it little jimmy <laughs> nice woke up this morning knew something wasn't right gotta make some changes lord in my life i haven't been walking the walk or 
talking to talk Well, you know, Lord, lately I ain't been doing much at all Help me be a better man Oh, better than who I am Wanna walk in your life All oh, for the rest of my life I'm on my knees, Lord Knowing you're hearing this a prayer tonight Help me be a better man Help me be a better man All this time, some days I feel I'm at the end of my rope Well, should I hang on Or should I let go I've strayed from your path I know it's true But I'm on my knees tonight, Lord Praying my way back to you Gotta be a better man Oh, better than who I am Wanna walk in your life Oh, for the rest of my life I'm on my knees, Lord Knowing you're hearing this a prayer tonight Help me be a better man Help me be a better man Gotta tell them about Jesus whenever you come. Stand tall in the Lord and keep your faith. We'll let them see Jesus in every move that you make. You gotta be a better man, oh, better than who I am. Wanna walk in your light. Rest of my life, I'm on my knees, Lord. Knowing you're hearing this a prayer tonight, help me be a better man. Help me be a better man. to bring the speed the story up a little bit uh we were there for a few years and then my wife's parents became really ill and uh, so we moved back to michigan to take care of them and then uh after uh that got a little better uh we uh, tried moving to nashville so i spent a lot of time in nashville and uh, same thing just playing on a worship team and stuff and learning from some 
other Christian brothers and sisters, singers and, and songwriters. And then uh, the same scenario happened, but this time it was worse. My wife's father became terminally ill and mm. we moved back. And then I just said, you know what? This is where God wants us. We're just going to stay here. Yeah. yeah. The rest is history. Well, it's, it's interesting to me to hear you talk about your dad and the connection with um, George Jones, and Tammy Wynette, and obviously country music there. Uh, and then your experience with worship music and then also um, different church cultures and, and the music and so forth. So uh, talk to us a little bit about the musical influences that really do inform your music. Because well, let's be honest, you, you may listen to something and enjoy it, but that doesn't necessarily shape or inform your work. On the other hand, it may be something else you listen to, and it absolutely does. It, in fact, you wouldn't be who you are without it. So uh, what are some of those kind of influences for you? Well, I, uh, I, for lack of a better term, uh, back in the day, you know, I grew up in the 70s and 80s. I grew up in the hood. And, and again, <laughs> I'm, you know, a pretty light guy in the hood. And uh, I grew up playing um, with the, the, the neighbor kids, yeah, yeah, you know, funk, blues, jazz. I loved it. And I loved it because starting out, I was a bass player. And all that kind of music is really bass driven. Oh, absolutely. And uh, so I just fell in love with it. And, you, you know, my guitar heroes are Jeff Beck. Mm. Mm. Jeff Beck is my hero. And I loved, you know, later on in years, I loved Stevie Ray Vaughan and guys like that. But I really like, now, I like to rock. Like, I love Skillet. I love Cutlass and all that stuff. But my, where I feel the best is when I'm like somewhere where in the middle, kind of that classic rock, rock, slight blues funk kind of thing. Um, and you'll hear some of that in my music. You can kind of hear it here and oh, there. Yeah. Yeah, you know, well, wow, that's a blues lick. Oh, that's a funk lick. Oh, that's... Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and that's kind of wild. But, um, you know, so the last, you know, I always felt that I wasn't good enough to do it on my own. You know, I had been writing these songs that you're hearing now. They've been on the shelf, you know, and I just felt, I, I always felt the Lord telling me I had, you know, come on, man, you got to do it, you got to do it. But, um my self-esteem is kind of, you mm. know, and so, but finally I started doing it and people started going, mm. why haven't you been doing this sooner? Why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. And, um, and so I just felt led to start pushing it now up here in the middle. Uh, if you know anything about Michigan, I'm at the top of the mitt just before the Mackinac bridge where you go into the UP. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. There is nothing up here as far as connections and music. <laughs> it's like a farmer in a desert <laughs> and uh so you do lots of praying you know i couldn't find anybody to help me produce it so uh you know 15 years or 10 years ago i said you know what i just buy all my own recording stuff and blah 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 yeah you know and so be it and i learned it and that the stuff that i've been sending you guys and you guys have been playing i've done actually in this room right here my living room and, wow. and uh, I've done all the mute, all the instruments on it are me. And uh, mm. God has just blessed me. Uh, am I, do I think I'm great? No, but what I, the gifts that God has given me, I do to the best of my ability. And mm. 
happy. That's where I'm at. That's uh, great. It's very inspiring. Uh, I want to stay with the, something you mentioned just for a moment. And I know that not everybody's interested in this, but I certainly am because I'm I'm a side somewhat of a musician myself. Um, but of course, that doesn't mean anything. I've never accomplished anything, but I, I do play guitar and so forth. And we have listeners that also do that as well. We have a lot of independent artists that listen, or we have those that maybe are working a full-time job and they're thinking, maybe I should do something with my music. Just for a moment, could you give us a quick rundown of the equipment of what you do use to record with? What I use is uh, I have this iMac that we're talking through right now. And then um, I have a mm. personas <laughs> interface, run it right into my Mac. Now I do have a, uh, a Rode Studio vocal mic and I have, mm. you know, some other guitar mics and stuff. But I mean, this is this is cut and dry. The technology nowadays, you can do everything sitting right here in front of your computer that you can do in a huge studio. Mm -hmm. I, I was very blessed because I had somebody who, a promotional company who just asked for one of my songs and I sent him a prodigal son and uh, he was absolutely blown away. He, he, I was blessed because he said, he said, brother, the production and the, the producing of, of the song is flawless and i'm like wow yeah you know and uh you know it just you can do big things with just what what i said and there's all kinds of different interfaces out there but the one that i think is the easiest and you don't have to read a manual that's seven and a half inches thick personas is kind of plug and play and mm -hmm. It guides you. It gives you suggestions. There's actually in, in the programs, there's videos, how-to videos. Like if you get stuck, you can go into your your uh, your program, your software, and watch a video on how, how to do it. That's how I do it. So Yeah. Well, it does sound great. I mean, I know when we, um, when we I think we connected with you through Reverb Nation to begin with, um, I sent it to Steve right away. I said, listen to this, man, this, this is incredible. And it is, it's, you have a great sound, um, but uh, how do you know when it's ready? How do you know when you're done? Yeah. <laughs> I've had songs that I thought were done that weren't done. Um, <laughs> but uh, after years of learning that I was doing it wrong, you just kind of feel it. And the other thing that I do is uh, people that you can trust, people that you know that will give you the right answer and not like just trying to make you feel good. Mm -hmm. Somebody yeah. that uh, my, my somebody is my wife. If it sucks, she's going to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I have a 14-year-old boy and a 20-year-old son, and uh, they're my biggest fans, and they'll tell me the same thing. Well, Dad, I think you could do that better. I think that needs this, and because uh, they are music buffs, that's all they do is listen to uh, Christian music, which I am very blessed. Mm. Um, uh, you know, my son. I just have to tell you this because I cried after he told me. Uh, my my twenty year old. He 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 loves the Lord with all of his heart, and he listens to Christian music all the time. Uh, he loves NF and and all that, but um, he was still listening to secular music and uh he told me one night he came out of his bedroom in tears and he says dad he says god told me to 
burn it, get rid of it, delete it. And he says, dad, he says, I, he says, I deleted everything secular on my phone, on the computer. He, he says, I am selling myself out to just Christian music. And he, and he says, I think it'll help my walk. I said, it'll help your walk. Yes, it will. <laughs> wow. And uh, I cried, I cried like a baby, proud papa. Absolutely. Next week, the dynamic duo returns. Well, that'll make your eyes leak a little bit. Next week, Steve and Wildman are coming back with the rest of the interview with Rusty Drake. The Wildman and Steve show is now partnering with New Release Today. Find out more about them at newreleasetoday.com. And don't forget to check out our website, where you can also leave us a review at wildmanandsteve.com. Sounds like rock and roll to me.